from Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. And I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast all over Spotify, Apple Podcasts, right there on the front page of the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And I invite you to join me every single weekday for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 outside of Orlando. Stream us in the WDBO app. Okay, so I enjoy having ABC News political analyst Steve Roberts on Orlando's Morning News every once in a while. Steve is a longtime Washington insider. He's been through the political wars. He knows his stuff. And I've talked to Steve for years on the air and have always found Steve to be right down the middle in his political analysis. Now, if you've been listening to the Inez Says podcast, I hope you realize that I am all about the truth, getting to the truth. And yes, I consider myself right of center politically. I would consider myself a conservative. And because of my journalistic background, my goal, though, is to find truth wherever it may be, right, left, center. And sometimes that's really difficult to do in this world of political spin today. Everybody's trying to win the narrative on both sides. What I have found in my experience in life is that the truth often is found politically right of center. So that's where I stand politically. I am not an ideologue. I am a truthian first and foremost, okay? So in this upcoming interview, Steve Roberts said some things that you did not agree with. Some of you called into the WDBO open mic on Monday morning and criticized Steve for some of the things he said. Now, look, I get it. I'm the first one to shout it from the rafters, okay? Media bias. It's everywhere, okay? It's everywhere. We get a daily dose of it, no question. But in this chat coming up, as you will hear from Steve Roberts, he told me that the economy is improving. Is that true? Yes. It is. Some don't want to hear that. Some think it's a conspiracy as Joe Biden wants to get reelected here in November. The numbers bear it out, though. The economy is improving. Inflation continues to certainly cut into the budgets of millions of Americans. But inflation statistics are starting to slowly, slowly head in the right direction, even though, yes, inflation has been a hideous monster that had been created, at least in part, by this White House. Now, the only objectionable comment that I heard from Steve was near the end of the interview, and you'll hear it coming up, when he attempted to minimize the southern border situation, comparing it to the economy. I don't think that's right, frankly, because every state now has become a border town with Joe Biden's reckless and, in my opinion, criminal way that he has ignored the border. That's just one of the things that I wanted to point out here. So going into this chat with Steve Roberts, I ask you, do you have any issues with what Steve is about to tell me? Let me know. Tap the open mic in the WDBO app. Here's that that interview now. Steve, this new Gallup poll has President Biden at 39%, second worst rating posted by any of the 11 presidents who have served since Ike in the 50s. Any way you slice it here, Steve, these are some really bad numbers for the president in an election year. Absolutely. Uh, and you look at, for instance, three out of five Americans still negative about his handling of the economy. Two thirds of Americans say the country's heading in the wrong direction. A lot of bad news for the president, but there is some good news. And the good news is on the economic front. Um, the fact is that the economy is doing very well. It's, it's growing. Inflation has now gotten under control. Stock market hit record highs last month. Why? 
because investors are betting on a brighter future. And this is the critical factor when it comes to politics, Scott. Do people start feeling better about themselves and about the economy? And there are small signs, I emphasize small, small signs that that's happening. University of Michigan does the best survey of consumer sentiment in the country. In January, consumer sentiment was up 13%. It's now back to the point where it was in July of 2021, where you know, and the pandemic just crushed economic activity for two years. If that continues, this can be an enormously useful factor for Biden. Right now, people, including a lot of Democrats, are negative about Biden. But if they start feeling more hopeful about the economy, and let's remember this truism. Why do people say the economy is stupid? Because every single person who's listening to us right now, every single person in Orlando, every single person in the state of Florida is affected by the economy every day, every week. That's why inflation was so devastating to Biden. Trump can run on an issue like the border and say this is terrible and and it can be a very effective issue. But how many people listening to us right now lives are directly affected by the border? A handful. Mm -hmm. But inflation, jobs, the economy, every single person is affected. And that's how you have to understand politics. You just introduced our segment by saying you want the voters, to your listeners to understand what's going on. And that's uh, what you do every day, Scott, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important for people to understand the power of the economy. It's been very negative for Biden up till now. Mm -hmm. But if, if, I'm, I'm saying if, if this trajectory of optimism continues, it could change the whole political landscape. Because look, there are only two slogans in American politics. It's time for a change and you never had it so good. <laughs> and um, it's time for a change has been the dominant feeling in American politics now for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. If people start changing from pessimism to optimism, that could be a very important inflection point um, in, in the history of this election. Steve, as you say, inflation has been making its mark on American families. No question about it over the last three years. As you also say, it is showing signs of slowing right now. So question is, is it too little too late for this president? Here we have, what, nine or ten months until the election? Is it too little too late? It's a good question. And the answer is I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anybody knows. But if the progress continues... If this economic uh, feeling, these flickers of optimism continue, it won't be too little too late. Now, if it, it flames out again, well, okay, then it, it won't have much of, a, of an impact. But, um, you know, one key here is the Federal Reserve. They have uh, been able to uh, choke inflation out of the economy by raising interest rates now, over, raised them all, you know, a dozen times. Uh, and it's created what's sometimes called a soft landing of the economy because what they had seemed to have accomplished is reducing inflation without kicking the economy into recession. Everybody figured that the price of, of, of reducing inflation would be a recession. It hasn't happened. In fact, the economy's booming. It grew three, over 3% in the last quarter. So this sense of optimism, if this continues, Look, and there can be outside events. Look, this is only this is only the beginning of February. Mm -hmm. There can be May May surprises and October surprises, right, and November <laughs> surprises. But um, if you if you sit back and look at the longer term view of the economy, look at gas prices, right? Uh, the all the studies show that gas prices were crushing people um, for for years, and and now 
you know, at the pump in my neighborhood, it's down to three fifteen a gallon. That's a big change for people. Instead of spending sixty, seventy dollars to fill up their tank, they're spending fifty dollars. People feel that. They see that. And now, one of the variables here is how effective can Biden be as a messenger? Mm-hmm. And this is one of the problems the Democrats are facing. Because let's be honest. This is not a particularly inspiring or dynamic figure. Um, And so in the end, it's not going to be Biden's messaging. It's going to be what people feel in their daily lives, their weekly budgets. Are their kids getting jobs? Are their paycheck going a little farther? Are their 401ks looking a little better? If those factors in the daily lives of everybody in Orlando and everywhere else start looking up, this could have a major impact on the election. Steve, you mentioned the border issues earlier, and and you look at some of the exit polls coming out of New Hampshire and Iowa over the last several weeks with voters, and Republican voters say that the southern border is their top issue. And I saw where in some of these polls, even Democrats said, you know, immigration was the second most important issue on their docket. So is this is this kind of, even though the economy is is kind of you know slowly going the other way is this a double whammy for the president here with the border issues popping up i don't think there's any doubt that the border issue is a major problem for joe biden this is why um he's eager for a deal he said it just this week he said i'm going to use these new tools to close down the border but you've had something really crazy happen in the last couple of weeks Biden and, and, and Democrats and Republicans, too, Mitch McConnell, Republican leader of the Senate, have been very adamant in saying it's in America's national interest that we aid Ukraine. Right. And so it was Republicans who said, no, 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 we can't pass an aid package for Ukraine and Israel unless you package it together with reforms on the border. Mm-hmm. So Democrats said, OK, if that's the price, we'll pay it. And there have been these good trace negotiations by Republicans, by Democrats on Capitol Hill that have come up with a package of border reforms that, and the, and the idea is, okay, we'll pass them together. We'll reform the border and we'll pass aid to uh, Ukraine and Israel. And suddenly Donald Trump comes in and says, no, no, no. I oppose the efforts of Republicans because I want the issue. Mm-hmm. And this is a reflection of how broken Washington is. Trump is trying to torpedo this bipartisan deal on the border because he wants the issue. And you're right. He feels this is a very powerful issue. It is a very powerful issue. But on if you're comparing immigration to the economy, I don't think there's any comparison mm-hmm. because in the end, the economy is about real life. The border is about an abstraction and something you watch on TV. Mm-hmm. And it, real life always is the most important thing that happens in it. The, the, the budgets and, and outlook of, of Around the kitchen table, that's what people talk about. And that's the most important issue always. As always, thanks to ABC News political analyst Steve Roberts for his take. What's your take? Tap the open mic in the WDBO app and let me know. That's going to do it for the Inez Says podcast. You can find me on the radio every single weekday on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 with Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez 5 to 9 AM. I'll see you next time.